there's joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, ahead there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'll be. Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. I want to thank you for taking time uh, to join with us today as we're studying God's Word together. We've entitled this study, A Journey Through Mark. And my, my, what a great journey it has been thus far. And today we're continuing our study in Mark's gospel, chapter number 14. If you have a copy of God's word nearby, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible along with me as we're studying together from the precious pages of God's word. And we thank the Lord for his word. And I want to encourage you to study his word. Uh, his word is a a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We should hide his words in our heart that we may not sin against God. And I'm thankful for the psalmist who wrote those verses. As we think about Mark's gospel today, we know that Jesus very soon is going to Calvary. He is just a few hours from dying for the sins, not only my sins and your sins, but I believe, according to scripture, the sins of the entirety of the world would be laid upon the sinless, perfect Lamb of God. Jesus, the Son of God, the virgin-born Son of the living God, the only Savior, would die for you and I on the hill called Calvary, a plan that God had put into order even before this foundation of the world was ever laid. This morning, we're going to read verse number 32 from Mark's gospel, chapter number 14. The Bible says, And when they came to a place which is called Gethsemane, and he saith to his disciples, Sit ye here while I shall pray. As I'm looking at this verse, we know that Jesus had had been with his men. They had uh, shared the Passover meal together. He had instituted the Lord's Supper, that observance that we, until this very day, uh, we have that as a part of the ordinances, one of the two ordinances of the church, I believe, the other being baptism and then the Lord's Supper table, we are to observe his, his, uh, that, that special service until he comes. And we do it as we anticipate him returning again. By the way, he is coming again. 
And as I think about that, they had went out into the night, they had sung a hymn, and they had left the upper room, and now they were making their way outside the city wall of Jerusalem. And it was about a half a mile walk or so from where the upper room was to the place uh, called Gethsemane. As you notice, I've put a picture here of a, a very large tree there that uh, you see in the background. And this tree is actually located in the Garden of Gethsemane. I took the, the picture there. And uh, when we were in Israel and uh, been to the Garden of Gethsemane, a very special place, uh, a very touching place, the Garden of Gethsemane, and it means the olive press. It means a, it's a place, a garden, if you will, that has a lot of olive trees. It is located, uh, again, about a half mile from where Jesus was located there in Jerusalem in the upper room, uh, about a half mile walk to the base of the Mount of Olives. Now, the Garden of Gethsemane is at the foot of the Mount of Olives. It's not on the top of the mountain. It's not midway, but it's located at the base of that mountain. And it's a very special place. Jesus uh, had, had went there. He uh, used that as his place to pray while he was in Jerusalem. I imagine many times he had been there to the garden. It was a place of frequency. In fact, uh, we're going to find out very soon that Jesus will be betrayed here. And it is a very, very touching place. Behind me, again, you see the picture of this olive tree. You see how large the trunk is. And in fact, it is a it almost looks like part of the tree is dead, but actually the tree is very much alive. Uh, they say that some of the trees here in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, could possibly be 2,000 years old. And it's amazing to think about that, that this tree, even behind me, the one you see, could have been there in the garden when Jesus was praying. I marvel at that thought. And I'm amazed to think that uh, that tree could have been possibly there as our Savior was in earnest prayer. And so it is that Jesus and the disciples uh, without Judas come to the Garden of Gethsemane. And here it is that he is telling them to sit ye here while I shall pray. And Jesus is going to pray. Now, I want to say two things. Gethsemane was a place of privacy for the Lord Jesus. He often would go there. I think that's a very, uh, very well established truth. I believe that the Lord, while he was in Jerusalem, I believe that he frequented the Garden of Gethsemane. I think that he used that place as his prayer place. And it was a place of privacy, a place away from the crowds, multitudes of people a place apart from all the many needs that people kept bringing to him. And, and I imagine that even at that, the burden of ministry was great upon our Lord. And it was a place that he could find refuge. It was a place of privacy. But not only was it a place of privacy, but it was also a place of prayer for Jesus. A very special place, the Garden of Gethsemane. As I walked through that very garden, my heart was touched to think that it was in this place that the Lord 
He prayed and he sought God's will for his life. He knew that what was going to happen would be uh, the most horrific and the most tough to endure thing that any human being had ever done. And that was to, uh, to die upon the cross of Calvary. But Jesus, he knew that not only was it going to be his death, but the weight of the sin of the world was going to be placed upon him. And he knew that. And so being here in this garden with, as we think about that and him being there, no wonder that he wanted to pray. He needed God's help. And let me say this to you and I, sometimes you and I just need some privacy with Jesus as Jesus needed privacy with his father, just to get away from the things, the, the whatever it is, the burdens of life, we need to slip away and find a private place just to get alone with ourselves and our creator. And then not only I think about us getting a, a slipping away into a private place, but then the prayer that we pray. You know, the Bible oftentimes talks about us getting into the prayer closet. I believe that Gethsemane was Jesus' prayer closet. It was a place where he could go to and get alone with his father. And there are times in our life that we need to do such as well. We need to get along with God over the issues of life, over the circumstances of life, over the burdens and the cares of this world. We need that private and personal prayer. I want to encourage you today to take time today to pray. Bible says to pray without ceasing. And in everything we should pray and lift up our hands and praise the Lord. We should ask the Lord. We should bring our petitions to him. We should bring our burdens and our cares to him. And I am for public prayer. I'm not opposed to that, but I am more for private prayer than I am public prayer. Because when you bear your soul to the Lord in a private prayer, it's just between you and him. And when he answers, you'll know that he has. I'm glad this morning that we have such a God here it is, Mark 14, 32. And they came to a place called, which was named Gethsemane. And he saith unto his disciples, sit ye here while I shall pray. Can I tell you, you and I need to be much in prayer for each other. We need to be much in prayer for our churches, our families. Can I say to you, Jesus is coming soon. And I believe that. So what we do for him, we need to be about it today. And others need to hear the good news of the gospel. If you have lost family, I want to encourage you today to share the gospel with them. Pray for them. Take them to the Lord in prayer. Let's pray for one another in these days. Well, Lord willing, we'll pick up here while Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane praying. Some things are going to take place there. You won't want to miss the next few studies as we're looking here together in Mark's gospel. Well, may the Lord bless you today. Thank you for taking time to be with us this morning. And Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye.
You know that 